One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello everyone, welcome to Daily News. It is Monday the 6th of January 2020. I am Ross Chanley, joined today by Ben Kelly. Tom Dutton is also on the ones and twos. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, a glorious Monday morning. Mm. Um, still ecstatic last night from uh, the kids beating Everton and knocking them out of the cup. So today's a very good day, isn't it Ben? It is. It's a lovely day. Um, it's the first Monday in 2020, the first Monday of the new decade. It can be a bit depressing, but if... It is the first, well, so, think about it, when was New Year's Day? Six days go ago. all the way back in your brain. Um, What's happened? <laughs> um, and and Liverpool's, Liverpool's kids went and beat Everton, which is always nice. Mm. Um, and it just makes the day a little bit easier. Glorious. Uh, and while you're in a good mood, uh, go and check out the RedbenTV.com. Superb. It's um, so smooth if you didn't jump in then. Um, free month trial. Uh, there's loads going on there at the minute. We've done the final word, which goes out on YouTube today. But when we have two games a week, the midweek final word goes on there. The instant match reaction. Obviously, Paul and Chris do their match reaction. The play ratings afterwards, but you want a bit more slightly in depth straight after the games. You get that straight after. Uh, the newsroom podcast will be back up and running this week. The Round League is back. I know me and Chris did one last week, but we're going to do one this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red's News Roundup, or Red's Transfer Roundup, should I say, because the transfer yes. window is back open. Um, Chris is doing the stats and tactics, so whatever kind of content you're after, we have you covered. It's also available in podcast form, which you can download and listen to on the go so you don't use all your data. Um, but moving on, you are here for some news. Um, this was last on the agenda, but I'm just going to get it out of the way first because I feel like it might piss a lot of people off um, with the title that we've <laughs> you used. You bottled it, that's what you're saying. No, I'm just... Yeah, just, yeah okay. Yeah. Just, okay. <laughs> Liverpool have signed a forward. Um, not the drum roll that you need, but it's Brentford B4 with Joe Hardy departs for Liverpool uh, for an undisclosed fee. So Brentford Football Club can confirm that Joe Hardy has joined Liverpool for an undisclosed fee. Uh, Joe joined Brentford B from Manchester City during the 2016-17 season and has been a consistent goal scorer for the club. The forward has now scored 40 goals in 80 Brentford B matches, proving clinical finisher whilst at the Jersey Road and will join up with European champions in a bid to continue his development. This bench strikes to me as Bruce is going to go out, which we'll come yeah. on to in a minute. He's just going to come back. He's just going to come in, yeah. I mean, he's 21 and he hasn't really yet got near the Brentford first team by the looks of things. So he's clearly a player that's going to come in and just play for the under-23s. Did you say upstairs you've got a mate who's a Brentford fan? Yeah, yeah, and he knew pretty much nothing about him. So, uh, and I'm you know, not just a Brentford follower, he was a Brentford fan. So okay. uh, I said, tell it, tell me as much as you can about him. And he went, uh, not, not much. Okay. I, think he's read the, I think he's read the same article that we're doing now. Do you know why Brentford B is funny? It's because their nickname's the Bees. Brentford Bees, they've got a B on the badge, so the Brentford B team. It's funny, because it's a B. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway, just thought, I'd, just thought I'd add that in there. Um, a little nugget yeah, information. Yeah, um, you know, I think, look, I've seen, his, I've seen the little clip of goals they put out this morning. I, I, whether or not he ever becomes a real Liverpool player, 
is is it remains to be seen. But if, you know, if, he's going to come in and play the other twenty threes, isn't he? It very much strikes to me as in like we just said before, just getting someone a number in for Brewster. Mm. You know, if Liverpool really wanted him, they could have got, got him. You know, before yeah. and but again, um, with all the topics that we discussed today, uh, Katie Collins and Tom will collect some of them yeah. now as he's looking deep into his uh, laptop as he normally does. Um, some some. I don't know how to describe Interesting this. news. Interesting, that's the word I'm for. Uh, Ornstein has done his, his article uh, for The Athletic. Ornstein. on a Monday. Uh, and we just scroll down to yeah, it. Yeah, um, yeah. Jeannie Manaldum could lead Liverpool at the end of the season, is, is the subtitle it's gone for. But Liverpool expected to be relatively quiet during the transfer window. Plenty of attention will focus on the business they might do in the next summer. A clue may be well found, and the man who's likely to prove their only winter acquisition in Takumi and Minamino. The Japan winger is signed, blah, 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 we know all that stuff. Uh, but it's probable that neither Sancho and Bappe will end up at Anfield for the super future because Liverpool have a little interest in sanctioning the necessary levels of spending on players' desire to start every game and cannot be assured by Manager Jurgen Klopp. Minamino, by contrast, has agreed to join and acknowledged that he will be swapped for swapping guaranteed first-team football for a fair selection battle and was prepared to face a challenge. The strategy of sporting director Michael Edwards is set to lead Liverpool on a similar path going forward and it's not believed they will seek more minimum tight recruits to save Sancho. Um, this, to me, I don't think Gini Van going anywhere, Ben. No, I mean... And I think what Ornstein's is getting out there is Minamino's come in, has that pushed yeah. Gini Van Alden down the pecking order? I don't think that's necessarily true No, either. I don't think that would be the case. I think the thing to potentially consider here is that by the time Gino Wijnaldum reaches the end of his contract, he's going to be at least 30, maybe 31. I don't know when his birthday is. Um, and and that, that there, might, there might be a situation. I really like Gino Wijnaldum. I want him to stay. There might be a situation that develops where we can still get we can still break even on Gino Wijnaldum at 30. Mm-hmm. We've probably got his best years out of him. And in the summer, you go... You might take 30, 40 million for him. Okay. And you've got other lads coming through. You've got the likes of Curtis Jones coming through. And that frees up money to maybe go and sign a replacement. I don't think it'll happen either. But I think there's a scenario that could develop where Wijnaldum, where we look at... The, but then again, we don't, we're not necessarily selling club anymore. We don't need to sell to buy. So we could just keep holding who we wanted to. Yeah. I think it all very much depends on the the, the wanting of, of the player as well as the club. Yep. So here's the scenarios. Both parties are comfortable with the situation, potential scenarios. So recommitting, leaving as free agent in 2021, or departing at the end of this season, this campaign, if a suitable offer is submitted. Liverpool will be happy with the first option, content with the second, given the value Van Alder has presented since arriving from Newcastle, 25 million 2016. So basically everything you just said there, Ben, I think it's... Are you fine with him staying? I, I, I think he should sign. I'd new, rather I, him stay. I, I think he should sign a new contract. To be fair, I think he's shown this season and last season how important he's, been, I think he's one of the best midfielders in the world. Yeah. Um, why would you not have that? You know, particularly in the competitions that Liverpool are going for, we're going to do it all again next season. Have him in there. So uh, I, I get, I get the, the argument with uh, Takumi Minamino about him coming in, maybe doing that. But I think you, you said in the final word, show this morning that you know he can play a range of, of positions. You've got, you've got the likes of Lalana and and, um, and Milner who are going to be gone, I think, before before Wijnaldum. And, and if, if Minamino coming in is making the competition in midfield more competitive over the next 12 months, I think Lalana's definitely going to go and potentially Milner as well. So, you know, suddenly you've got 
less competition yeah. in midfield. So yeah, I think I don't think Milner. Uh, I don't think Wijnaldum will go anywhere. Or maybe Curtis Jones was that good yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's created the story. <laughs> yeah. uh, one person who will be leaving Ben looks like uh, is Rian Brewster. So Stuart James has tweeted. Understand Rian Brewster's loan to Swansea from Liverpool will, confer- will be confirmed tomorrow, which is today. Uh, clubs agreed a deal over the past couple of days. Liverpool wanted Brewster to be available for the Everton FA Cup tie, which Everton lost, by the way. Um, he'll join up with Swansea early next week. Gentle first game to ease him in. Uh, eyes emoji. I don't know what that game is. Probably should have looked at that before. Yes, maybe. But, um, you know, we spoke about this a few times last week. Good for him to go and get some game time, um, to go and kind of apply his trade and kind of do what Harry Wilson's done. Maybe Ben will burn of, 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 of bridging that gap between under-23s and uh, first-team football. Yes, I think... Um, I think- it's a key. It's a key time for Brewster now because obviously, again, he's another one of those players who is just too good for, for for youth football. So he needs to be playing more consistently, and um, he's probably not kicked on in a Liverpool shirt quite as much as we wanted him to. And that's because of injury. That's not a criticism. You know, it's it's just the way he's, he's very young. He's got loads of time. I think now he needs a run of a stinted team where you know the Championship. It's a physical league. He's going to probably need to bulk up a little bit more. He's probably going to need to become a bit nastier when he's when he's playing in that role and that'll all be valid experience for him I mean the first game is the game against Cardiff that's why uh, so it's, it's the Welsh derby yeah. um, so that, that's the game that's the game that he'll be coming into and look hopefully he can do you know more, more like what Harry Wilson did at, at Derby where you know he goes in and he makes himself a mainstay in that team. You know, Ben will burn out a bit of a disaster at Sheffield United, where he really struggled to 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 get any game time whatsoever because they were just riding the crest of a wave. Ryan Brewster has to not do that. He has to really try and and, and change change his way. Is it also about uh, for Ryan Brewster kind of taking himself out of the limelight a little bit under Liverpool because there was loads of hype before the season started and numerous of his next big thing since Mike Lone's come out of the academy mm. and he hasn't really kicked on. I get he's had a massive injury. It's also hard for him to get game time in and around this Liverpool squad. We've got the Liverpool's front three. Minamino, we've already mentioned, has come in. Yeah. RBL, it seems to be above the pecking order in that sense. So just go and take, go and take yourself away, get your yeah. head down and just go and toughen, toughen yourself up. I think it's the key for him, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with everything you said. But, um, yeah. Pedro Chiavea, um, Liverpool are prepared to offer him a new contract extension to reward the further progress he has made. His deal's up at the end of the season, but clubs are, uh, are aware he may want regular first-team football elsewhere. <laughs> Something else that we brought up on the final word, which should be out on the uh, main revenue YouTube, channel yeah. um, later today, uh, or very shortly, actually. Um, someone, and as I mentioned in that show, Chris, Christian Walsh, um, tweeted last night kind of saying he's he kind of this kind of meme or joke or, you know, there's kind of some narrative behind it. And I, I replied to him and kind of said... I think it's because it feels like he's been around forever. He's been part of bad, bad squads. He's 22, and that, like because he feels like he's been around for ages, I think he, everyone assumes that he's a bit older than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he was in the playing the Carabao Cup, I think he's got this kind of tag that he's, he's a bit of a joke. But given his performance yesterday, I think he's probably, like including myself, I hadn't really seen him play much, to be honest with you, of, of people started to take notice of him. And this, yeah. this a Liverpool obviously <laughs> see him week in, week out, but this is a good reward for him. He, even if it's... Offer a new contract, which we've seen Liverpool do to protect value. Yeah, and then go on him up. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think that's probably the case here. Even not, not even alone. I think it might be to to maybe push up a transfer fee a little bit more because I think you know clubs will definitely be taking interest in him now. Um, and if you know you can go and get like ten million for 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 somebody like um, for somebody like him, then you know you wouldn't put it past Michael Edwards, would you? So I think oh, that might be what this. Um, what this contract's about, personally. Yep. Uh, an exclusive for you. Uh, three clubs that are interested. <laughs> it's not an exclusive to us, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, oh yeah. 
Three clubs are interested inside of Dharma Traore and Wolves' current asking price. Uh, this is from 90minutes.com, so please do take that with a pinch of salt uh, and whatever you think, so it's probably nothing exclusive. Um, <coughs> but we're going to tell you anyway. Um, Wolves will not consider selling winger at Dharma Traore for any less than £70 million as interest grows across Europe from the 23-year-old stunning performances in the first half of the season. The Spaniards enjoyed an electric start of the campaign with the Premier League outfit racking up five goals, seven assists in all competitions so far. And one of these final performances came in December's 3-2 win over reigning Premier League champions Manchester City. Um, Liverpool's name are in there, so is Barcelona. Um, can you? I, I cannot see. I like him, by the way. I think he's a, a, a great player. Previously, I thought he was good. Obviously, he's a big guy. He's, mm. he's fast, but I questioned his end product. I think he's starting to show signs of that improving. I think it under Jurgen Klopp and the coaching staff that we have, I think you know they've proved with with other you know um, cases that they've had of players, they could probably improve that. Is seventy million pounds a lot? I mean, it's not my money, but I think yeah. it's, a oh, I it's, think it's, it's far significant, too much. Yeah. A, a significant chunk of a transfer budget. Yeah, to spend <clears> on <throat> someone, or is this a case of what Liverpool done before and seeing someone just before the peak? You know, we've seen with Sadio Mane, Mane uh, Sadio Mane, and Mohamed Salah are going right. You're, you're about to peak. We'll yeah. take him. We'll do that. I, I don't I still think, think it's too much. Seventy million. I don't think it's, it's too much. I think Wolves are probably like you know highball in there. I think you know they're probably you'd pay forty for him, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. So, so I, I think I think that's the kind of fifty at a push. But, and but, but I think the thing for me is that Liverpool are never, Liverpool never are never ones to, to to make a transfer unless they're absolutely convinced on it. So that yeah. whatever fee they pay is what they think he'll be worth. And if he if they do go and pay seventy million for him, I'll be massively surprised if he does. But that's because they've done the research and they decided that he's worth seventy million. If they end up paying more like forty to fifty, then then that that number will have come from somewhere, and I think that'll have to be the case. There's one man capable of getting a seventy million pound bid down to forty million yes. pounds. Yes, Mr. Michael Edwards. There you yes. go. Um, Tom, can I have some comments, please? Yes, you can. <clears throat> Sorry, right. Let's kick it off with the Bruce, the, uh, the new sand. Sorry. Christian W says, ship Brewster out on loan and throw this new lad in the unders to fill his boots. Just progression and replacement. Good to see the process working. Uh, and the Mega Sting 1981 says, good for Hardy. I wish him well. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm fine with it. I think everything we said about Rian Brewster before kind of kind of comes into it. I think Liverpool knew that he was going out on loan. They want him to improve and ultimately kind of probably get some consistency and rhythm behind his game, wasn't it? As we know, mentioned before about coming in, I think you, you mentioned before, you know, Curtis Jones is kind of too good for the mm. unders, but isn't quite ready for regular first team. Yeah, but I think Bruce is kind of behind Curtis Jones yeah, in that yeah, sense I of going like is, yeah. uh, particularly difficult as a striker to kind of get involved in game rhythm when you kind of in and out under twenty threes. Blah blah blah. Liverpool not being in the Carabao Cup, I think determines that as well. Don't worry, he gets his game time for Liverpool. So fine, Liverpool prepared to go and chuck someone else in there. Mm. He might turn out well. If he doesn't, then yeah, he goes. Absolutely, yeah, Tom. Um, well, just carrying on on the Brewster stuff, Andrew Stan Andrew Stanley says Brewster needs to shine more. I agree, good deal. Uh, Dom Armstrong says good move for Ryan. Stephen Saw again saying good move for Brewster. Just hope he gets the game time. Then interesting one for you is Ben Teke, um says the real Ben Teke. Long... No, there's uh, there's extra stuff. He's got time in his yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He says. How long will Brewster's loan be? One and a half seasons or just a half? Would you like to see him come back in, in the summer or do you want him to go out for a one and a half season? I think he goes back out again. I think he goes back out, but I think he has the pre-season with us. Yeah. I think that's how that goes. I yeah. think he comes come back. Come do the tour. Goes, yeah, come do the tour. He'll you know, go and 
mix it in with the squad and then and then he'll go back out towards the end of the transfer window. I think that's how it'll be. I think also Liverpool are really good at having in previous seasons of trying to when he strike a deal, almost guarantee the, the playing time. I think is it, is it Steve Cooper or Steve Copper who's worked with it before, he's the manager of Swansea. I think that also helps in the sense of being, you know, 17, 18 years old, of changing club, having a familiar face. I think certainly helps, doesn't it, when you're mm. trying to, you know, kind of settle into a, a different squad. One more, Tom. Oh, two more. Um, two yeah, I've two got a, yeah, I've got two more topics. So, uh, oh. Joey Muddy speaking about Genie says, the only reason I could see Genie wanting to leave is to play a more attacking role like he does for Holland. Other than that, I can't think of any other club he'd want to leave for. And then the Guff Hardy says, Genie needs another five-year contract. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'd I, agree with I don't, that. I don't think they put him on a five-year contract, to be honest. I, th- I don't think they'd put a 29-year-old no. on a five-year contract. But I think, you know, if you get him, if you keep him until he's 32, 33, and then see where he is that, then, then, you know, I think that'll be, think that'd be more appropriate. Um, and I think they will. I think I think we will probably some, come to some kind of agreement because, you know, even if he, as he does reach the, the kind of the twilight years of his career, you know, you look how valuable James Milner still is to us. You know, we, Adam Lallana. Well, Adam You know, these players and Wijnaldum will just become one of them where that experience in those games where you are playing the kids will will be like his number one role. Yeah, I think um, it just reminds me of a clip from last week's Red Transfer News where Tom Basie just went on a one minute, 30 second rant of why would you want to leave Liverpool Football Club like right now? What yeah. reason has Gini got to leave? Of you know, the Winning stuff, he's part of a good team. You know, He's one of the mainstays in the, in the midfield currently at, at the moment. Okay, he might not be playing the role that he plays for Holland, but he does a job and he does a fucking good job at it as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Last one, Tom. Um, yeah, these are on Adama Traore. So, Sean Bailey kicks it off with a super chat. Thank you. Thank you. He says, 70 mil, they can give Cody, Gibbs, White and Jot at all. So, I think he says, I think he means get. So, you could get them players for 70 mil. Um, and then Storm and Norman says, no way is Traore worth 70 mil. And then Ashley Frith says, I wouldn't take him. I really think Adama will run out of steam. He isn't overly talented, just rapid. I mean, it's a, it's a valid opinion. Um, no, I think he is quite a talented player personally, but I don't think, I don't, I just don't think he's at the level that we need. I just think you know, in the days where Britain Rogers was in charge, it feels like a panic buy from back then, mm-hmm. where you know you'd see a player. You remember when Charlie Adams strung like five good performances or Blackpool together, and, and then we just him. went, "Oh, here's the world for him." Yeah. that's what it would feel like, and, and I don't think Liverpool are that club anymore. Did, I think the other issue with transfer fees are, I think we always associate with that. That's what we value them at. Yeah, but I think seventy million pounds is probably a justified fee for what he's valued at by Wolves. Yeah. Because he's so important to them and obviously his, yeah. his goals and assists record, that's what he's worth to them. He's not worth that to Liverpool no, football no. because he wouldn't get first team football. You're not going to pay £70 million for him to essentially go and sit on the bench. I actually agree with that, that comment in the sense of I questioned his end product before, but because of the way he's built and because he's so stocky, I think that might make him more susceptible to to injuries. You know, like, yeah, like yeah. Shakir, he's got massive legs and he's been out with leg injuries yeah. for the past six months because you know he's, he's got big muscles so he, he's going to get injured. Um, should we wrap it up there? Uh, do you do that? I bro. will do that. Uh, we'll be back. Did you call me bro? Bro. Yeah. <laughs> what? Hmm? Uh, we'll Just be going. back tomorrow with some more news. Uh, don't forget to check out the redmantv.com. We've got some more in-depth content for you on there. Stats and tax have already mentioned. We're going to do around the league later. The Red Transfer News, which is an hour in-depth on transfers uh, and stuff going on around Liverpool Football Club, as well as all the post-match build-up and uh, podcast uh, content that we have for you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Ta-ra.